Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, Billiken fans. Here we are uh, from the stands, our podcast where we talk Billiken sports all the time. It's, uh, it's a great Monday morning where we get uh, Gibson Jimerson right out of class. Gibson, how you doing this morning? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Hey, it's good to have you. A uh, few stats, I, I don't do a good enough job of, but now I've got all kinds of stats on you, Gibson, so I'm going to lead this off. Here we go. Gibson Jimerson, uh, redshirt freshman. I'm not sure what that even means. Gibson, he, he's the oldest freshman in college sports, um, but uh, from uh, Richmond, Virginia, international business major. He's been on the he's been on the commissioner's honor roll every semester since he's been here. He's a great student. He's having an awesome season. He's averaging 18.1 points per game. Uh, leads the Atlantic 10 Conference in scoring. He's led the Bills 13 games. Had 31 against UMass. Um, last six games, Gibson's uh, averaging 22.7, 41.6% from three. You go on and on. I think the most important stat you've had this year, though, Gibson, is going to the line. You've been to the line 83 times. Uh, it's, it's, like free, it's like free money for you. Go to the line, shooting whatever you're shooting, 80, 90% from the line. But you've gotten way more aggressive. And so my first question to you is – what have you done to put yourself in position to go to the line more often? Yeah, I think most of it started just in the off season. You know, I was working, obviously I got up a lot of shots this summer, but you know, I was just working on different ways of getting to, to certain spots on the court and, um, you know, being effective at it. Um, and, and I think I've able, I've been able to do that, you know, well up to this point. And obviously moving without the ball helps too, just cutting and, you know, you can attack the basket dribbling the ball, I think you can attack the basket by cutting. And I think I've gotten really good at that. Um, and obviously, Yuri finds me, my teammates find me. So, um, you know, I've just been put in a good position to get there more often. And, um, you know, I've kind of embraced that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's paid off. Gibson, you just brought something up really interesting and important, I think. Um, okay. I asked many people this question. Okay. Look how much you've learned from that first semester here, okay? What would you tell that Gibson of several years ago to speed up his process? Because I remember you and I having a conversation uh, the COVID summer, and you did all this work, and you were you were getting quick shots and maybe not, a, not the reps. And then this last summer, you put the hammer down on reps, right? You put the yeah. hammer down, and you did such an awesome job. What have you learned uh, and how to become way more effective in the last nine months and and what was that evolution to help you learn and grow and figure it out because it's not easy right i mean you're going at a way higher level so what have you learned and how did you take all that data in to help put yourself in such a great position 
Yeah, I think for me, a lot of it was, you know, I, I've always been able to shoot the basketball well. Um, and, you know, this summer more than any, probably any summer I've had in my career, I just, I kind of decided, you know, what would happen if I just got up a lot of shots, you know, because in the past, I would kind of just do like maintenance work here and there, just kind of get, you know, sh- get in and get out. But I really wanted to see like, if I can get up a lot of shots, like, could I take my shooting to another level? I um, you know, could I take my game to another level? And I did that. Um, early mornings, late nights, I was here. Um, so I think that really, really helped me. And, and not only from like the skill standpoint and the reps, but also just like the confidence, you know, like I can look back and I know I put in the time, I know I put in the work and, you know, to see that paying off now, you know, you, you don't make every shot, you know, and, and uh, you know, games where you don't make shots, that work that you put in is kind of what you lean back on and say, you know what, like I've, I've done what I need to do. It's going to, it's going to come. So I just think from that standpoint, like the mindset and the confidence has really, really helped me. That concept of the rule of 10,000 hours, right? Yeah. And you are a living, breathing example of it. And it's so cool from my perspective to watch because many athletes get it at a different time. You got it last summer and it's the coolest thing to watch. Because is there, is there any place on the court where you think the ball's not going in? No. Yeah, you are like green light city. <laughs> I remember when Coach Ford was begging you to shoot because yeah. you, you weren't quite confident enough, right? And now, green light city, and it's so fun to watch. I mean, it's really cool. And so I couldn't be more happy for you and, and, and your confidence level. You, you, you mentioned Yuri. Yuri's leading, leading the league in assists. You're leading in scoring. Um, he, you're both way up there nationally ranked. How much does that uh, chemistry and understanding where each one of you are at whatever set's going on, how important is that? Yeah, you know, we've built a great relationship. We're, uh, we've lived together since we've been here, so we've kind of had that that connection since we've been here. But, um, you know, I've, I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing now on the court without him. Um, you know, we talk every day. We talk on the court. Um, you know, I kind of tell him what I see, how I'm being guarded. And, you know, he's able to, to put me in spots. And then also it's, you know, on the flip side, like, I create a lot of attention, so I'm going to draw, you know, kind of that gravity of it. I'm going to draw defenders, and, you know, that helps him get in the lane. It helps him find other people. So, you know, he's been, you know, crucial to, to what I've been able to do this year, um, and, you know, I'm grateful for him. And, yeah, I mean, he's – and obviously he's put in the work too, and it's it's paying off in big ways for him. You, you mentioned something interesting, uh, which Travis mentioned after the game the other day, how you are, you are uh, bringing people with you, right? You're bringing defense with you, and so – he was so proud that we were in position for other guys to hit shots where you were able to keep doing your deal, but how it helps the whole, the whole, how the whole team gets better when everybody can play their roles. How, how do you, um, when you keep, you talk about moving away from the ball, how do you keep, how do you keep your emotion and everything going while at the same time putting other guys in position where they can really help you? I mean, you see Francis playing great. You've got Fred helping. You've got all these guys now that are really starting to take on their roles. How do you keep doing your thing to help them do what they're trying to do? Yeah, I mean, for us, obviously, like, you know, we have a lot of actions and sets that are run, you know, to get me a shot or get me a look. Um, But, you know, the deeper you get into conference play, like teams are going to know what, you know, what I'm doing, how I'm moving. So, you know, if we run something for me where I'm coming off, coming off of a pin down from Frank Franco, you know, a lot of times you're seeing now both defenders will come with me because they don't want me to get a shot that leaves the 
pass over the top, right to Franco for dunk, just things like that where, you know, I know like I'll get, you know, opportunities and looks throughout the game, but, you know, if I can keep cutting, keep moving hard, keep running off screens, keep, you know, keeping the defenses kind of on their heels, like other guys will have, you know, opportunities even more open than, than I will be. So just from that standpoint, and at the end of the day, I know like in order for me to, to, to play well, I'm, I have to keep moving. I have to be in constant motion because, you know, teams are going to eventually wear down. So, you know, for me, just that constant motion has kind of been the key to me. Um, and it's really, you know, opening up our, our offense. We, talk, we talked about your confidence in our offense. I had a fan come to me who know, who follows us really, really close. And he came to me a couple games ago and said how great a defense and how active our whole defense was, including you. And he said, Gibson's act, action and how active he's, he's being defensively is setting him up the other way. What's your, what's your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's two ends of basketball. I can't just go out there and play offense the whole time. I got to get back on defense. So, you know, for me, I think one of the things is just it kind of stems from that confidence again. Like, you know, I'm confident in, in my defensive ability. Um, I'm never going to go out there and, you know, be a defensive stopper or anything. But as long as I can, you know, make solid plays, be a good, you know, team defender, um, talk, you know, just help everybody else out. Um, I'm contributing to our team defense. At the end of the day, you know, and this is what was our problem a couple, uh, a few games ago was like we were playing a lot of individual defense. The stronger our team defense can be, um, that just, you know, that'll help us win games in and, in and of itself. So um, just, you know, contributing to the team, you know, being active, talking, just those things, you know, is, is what I bring. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's working out well. You said something really important, I think. You talked about talking on defense. How important is it for the defense to be loud and verbal with each other and helping each other out? Yeah, you know, we kind of recently have kind of established like each each player on our team has a role defensively, you know, what we're going to, you know, do and what we're going to get on other guys about. And, and talking was one of the main things because I think earlier in the year, like we were playing good defense. We just, you know, we didn't have that level of communication that would have taken us over the top. So I think recently, you know, we've kind of, we've started to do that more and it's obviously paying off, but, you know, just, you know, being a talking, whether you're tagging the role guy or, or you're there in the gap, starting at the ball, um, you know, when you talk and let other guys know, it gives them confidence they can climb into the ball more like, you know, you're in them up there. So, you know, it kind of just all ties in together. And um, that's what's, what's, what's really making our defense strong right now. Gibson, I'm lucky enough. I get to stick my head in practice once or twice a week if I'm around, if I'm in town, just to, just to see what's going on. And I've noticed how much louder practice has become in the last three weeks how much more energy and how just volume yeah. and not just from the coaches, <laughs> but volume from you guys. Has that been a focus that you guys are trying to be louder and communicate more? So you, so in the heat of the battle, you hear that or how has that come to play? Yeah, I think that has been an emphasis, at least for me, I know, like, cause I'm, I'm not obviously the most vocal or, or loud guy, neither is Yuri, but you know, both of us are, are kind of two of the leaders on this team. And that was one thing that um, Phil and coach Ford kind of stressed to me was, you know, you're out here, you're playing, you know, a lot of minutes, you're, you're getting shots, like the more vocal you can be, like guys will listen to you. So um, I've tried to be more vocal. I've tried to talk to guys, you know, even if it's not like out loud, just point guys aside and say, Hey man, I, I see this, I see this. Like, I think you're doing great. Um, just things like that, I think is what's helped, but also, you know, like Marty's a great talker. You know, we got guys, Fred, they're, they're vocal leaders. And, you know, the louder you can be on the court, you know, the more, you know, kind of tied in everybody can be uh, to what we're doing. So Gibson, we're coming off of a really good road win. Um, went to Duquesne where, it hasn't been – it's never easy anywhere, but at Duquesne is a big win. That's a hard place to play, as you well know. 
So now we're uh, we're sitting here. We're fourteen and six, five and two. We're sitting fifth in the league, uh, going into a really tough George Mason team. They're sitting second right now. Um, what's the thought process, and how do you prepare yourself to go on the road again, coming off of a big road win? How do you how how do you prepare? Here we are Monday, getting ready for getting ready for Wednesday night in uh, Fairfax. Yeah, I think, you know, it's kind of, uh, I think it's kind of the same after each game, you know, you kind of reflect on obviously the win. We'll, we'll watch some film from that game, but I think, you know, you kind of got to hit the reset button after each game, you know, you got to go in each game kind of thinking, you know, only focus on that one, not looking ahead, not looking behind. So, you know, we'll, we'll look at some stuff from the last game, but we'll, we'll dive into to George Mason today. But yeah, I really think just, you know, kind of hitting the reset, just, you know, getting back to, to what we do um, and not, you know, worried about too much what's coming up or what's behind us. Um, I think is, is the way to do that. Well, Gibson, I couldn't be more happy for you. And, uh, and I, I'm not saying you had your struggles, but it was, it has not always been easy, right? I mean, going, playing major division one to build your confidence and to see what you're doing. Now, I couldn't be more happy for you and how you've put the work in to really master what you're doing. And, and to know that the more work you put in, the better you get. It's super cool. Between that and what the relationship with you and Yuri and how this team's coming together, it's really great to watch. So I want to congratulate you um, for great work to date, but there's a lot of great work yet to put in, right? I mean, there is big time games coming up and we're just getting in the heat of the A-10. And so when you look at it, we're getting in the meat of the schedule right now. What's your mindset? You said you reset every time, but what is your real focus on how Gibson can continue to get better and get after it as we get go into the heat of the heat of the battle in the A-10 right now? Yeah, we've got our, our toughest stretch coming up. Coach Ford has kind of talked about we're kind of in this challenge right now where we've got our toughest games ahead of us. And, um, you know, me being a competitor, and I think, you know, this is probably the way most guys are like, that's, that's what I want. Like, you don't want, like, that's what you like kind of live for in sports is like those, those competitive games, those close games. Um, you know, that's, that's the, the most fun you'll have um, when you're out there competing. So that's what I'm looking forward to, just the competition of it. Um, and, you know, there's not a, there are no guys I'd rather go to war with than, than these guys and this coaching staff. So, you know, just for me, just staying sharp mentally, um, you know, doing the, the little, the little things that will lead to those, those big things during the game. Um, for me is what I was a lot focused on. Okay. Gibson, one last question. How have you mastered the quick trigger? How have you mastered getting rid of it so fast? I mean, shoot, if I got rid of it that fast, I, who knows where the ball would go? How have, you, how have you mastered getting rid of the ball that quick and consistent? I mean, a lot of people can get rid of it quick, but you've really mastered your stroke and how to get rid of it as quick as anybody I've ever seen. How have you done that? Yeah, I get that question a lot. And like a lot of times I'll do it like, you know, I'll catch it high and keep it high and shoot it and practice. And guys will be like, man, like, how do you do that? Um, for me, I think I, like I've always had a pretty high release point. It's, you know, up here. Um, I, I, you know, it is something I've worked on, but I will be honest, like it's just something I've kind of always been able to do. Like I can catch the ball up here and just keep it there and release. Um, I feel comfortable doing it. Um, and a lot of times, like, the way defenses are guarding me, you know, I, I sometimes have to do that in order to get a shot off because, you know, they're there, but um, I, I work on it. I, you know, I have different drills where I have, you know, guys throw me the ball in different spots high and just catch and shoot it. But um, 
you know, it's just something I've always been able to do. And, um, you know, I've, I've gotten better at it. And I do think it's, it's kind of a skill, but, um, yeah, I, that's funny you ask that. Cause I, I get that question a lot. Hey Gibson kind of a skill. It's a big time skill and I am <laughs> glad you got it. And it's only going to get bigger and better. So, Hey, congratulations. All the Billiken fans are fired up about what you're doing and uh, great job thus far. And we can't wait to watch what happens as we get into the heat of the battle. So good job. Any, anything else you want to share with the Billiken faithful before we uh, shut her down for the day? Yeah, you know, I just say keep keep uh, keep following us, keep believing in us. You know, we're getting into you know a, a tough stretch here, but you know we're going to be putting in the work. We're going to be preparing the best we can. Our coaching staff will have us ready. So, um, yeah, just keep believing in us, and uh, yeah, we're excited. We're real excited. All right, Gibson, great job. Everybody believes in the Billikens, and you are doing a fantastic job. So, great job, and we will uh, we'll see you, at George Mason. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, big guy. Take care. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.